Wesley, give me your top four linebackers ever. I don't want to say no rock. Yeah, what's Mount your Mount Rushmore, Rushmore of linebackers? Dang, Chad said Mount Rushmore anyway. Yeah, sorry, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> give me your Just, top four linebackers ever, bro. All right. One, Ray Lewis. Uh-huh. Two, I'm going to go Luke Keekley. I'm going to go Luke Keekley. Three, Fred Warner. I like Fred Warner. Now, Rightfully so. Who am I going my last one? I'm going to include myself. You can. I'm going to include myself. I'm going to go me. This, this, this. I'm going to go me. I'm going to go me as my fourth one. That's there it my, is. That's my Mount Rushmore. So you say Ray? That boy went Luke Kinkley on us, Chad. Yeah. That means he's been paying attention. Luke <laughs> Kinkley. For sure. Who the third one was? Fred Warner. Fred Warner. And then he went himself. Right. Boy, so God. that's going to make this next question very interesting. You got four guys, but you got a Mike, a Will, and a Sam. So you got to put, leave somebody at Mike, mm-hmm. put somebody at Sam, put somebody at Will, and that fourth person going to stand next to the coach and watch the game. And go. Alright, Mike, I want Ray. Will, I want Luke. And I'm gonna go at the sound. I'm sorry, Fred. Dang, Freddie. <laughs> I'm sorry, Fred. And you make a lot of money, Fred, so you getting cut, bro. I'm sorry, Fred. I gotta go with myself, Fred. We need we need Wesley to go first round. So this video is gonna age very yeah. well. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. I'm going myself, Fred. He put himself in there, huh? I don't I love it. Why you went Kinkley? There's a thousand names you could have said. Why you went Keekly? Tell the talk to the people. Cause they Googling his name. A lot of them people Googling his name That's right now. That's a shame. If you, look, if you play linebacker <laughs> and you have to Google that name, well, you did something wrong. Luke Keekly, man, one of the smartest linebackers in the game. Mm-hmm. You know what you're doing every play. Yeah. You gotta be in there. He he gonna make the game easier for you. Yeah. yeah. He gonna call out the plays. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have him out there. Yep. And he reading knuckles in the ground, splits. Exactly. Where your rear end is cocked. Mm-hmm. How are you in your stance? Yeah. All that before the ball is snapped, so he gotta it, be out there. Anybody on y'all defense, man, call out a lot of the plays before they happen, bro? Uh, like, honestly, and, and I'm gonna tell you something. With 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 our new linebacker coach, Coach uh-huh. Nicholson, uh, he like the way he coaches us. He prepares us for that. Like when we watch a film and like he sees something, yeah. like he 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 knows. Like he be knowing what play they finna run, so he try to like install that in his players. Yeah. Like get us to start calling out what the offense tendencies are. Yeah. So, like, as he's coaching us, he's telling us, like, when y'all out there, you know, you feel me? Let them know if it's a pass. If you see the tight end this far off, then, you know, communicate something. Let the D-line know. Let everybody know, yeah. else know so we can be prepared for the runner or pass. So, yeah. I feel like he's doing a great job of preparing us for that. Yeah. Uh, at least, me at least. So. Do y'all call it out as plain as that so, like, the offense knows – are there code words? Oh, in we there? don't care who knows. Mm-hmm. If the tight end, if we see something like, see, if we see a tight end right here, and we and we know when he right there, it's a pass. Oh, it's pass, it's pass, it's mm-hmm. pass, it's pass. You know, we be loud with. But it. are you you're not necessarily calling out why you know that? You're not nah. saying, oh, look at his, you know. Nah, because at, at the end, of, some it, guy, it's some guys need to know that, right? You right. I want you to continue to do that all game long. You right. And I but don't, I don't need quick. that change. It's happening <laughs> quick. So like, when you go on the field, you, you, you see, it's past, it's past, it's past, and we got, we already know the play we running. Yeah. So all you gotta do is like, do your job, get to your zone, so you can be prepared for gotcha. what's about to come. You ever seen that famous clip with with Cam Newton? Which one? Down on the goal line, the guys. Oh, watch the wheel, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. said you can't stop it. Yeah, <laughs> he still can't stop yeah, it. Like, oh, you like watch that. film, huh? All right, watch this. <laughs> uh, angle route, you know. So yeah. yeah. 
remember that. Yeah. That's a that's a good clip right there. That's when you said too much. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's some of the top linebackers in the game right now? Right now? Yeah. Okay, like I said, um, Fred Warner. I like Levante David and mm-hmm. I like um Patrick Queen for the yeah. Ravens. Yeah. For, for who? For the Ravens? Yeah, number six. Ravens keep him one, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They play defense. Right. Yeah. They 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 gonna do that every year. They gonna play defense. Do you feel the linebacker position is changing a little bit? We we, we kind of talked. We asked Jalen Walker about guarding Elijah Moore out the backfield, putting mm-hmm. a wide receiver in the backfield, and you look up and you like, oh, that's I'm he's finna come my way. Mm-hmm. Do you think the position has to change a lot? And how do you deal with a situation like that? Um, well, with me personally, if I see a guy like Elijah Moore in the backfield and I know I gotta cover him. I'm gonna try to be smart with it. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna give him a two-way go. I'm gonna give him a one a one-way go, force him to that side, and play the ball. That's yeah. what I'm gonna do personally. Cause w- with him, guys like him, they're very shifty, and they get you. So you want to stay on his inside hip, and his inside half, stay low, and just be ready for when he tries to break inside. If he try to break inside, right. you already in there. He can't go in there, so right. he's gonna have to go outside. That's yeah. only, I think that's literally the same answer Jalen gave. Yeah, technique. I mean, it's really the only technique answer. beats. Yeah. Yeah, if you're not technically sound on some guy like that, yeah, it's a, it's a losing proposition. Yeah. But like, like I said, you gotta have speed too, though. Yeah. <laughs> it does help. Yeah, he could easily break outside and yeah. get apart from yeah. you. Then so. you you're gonna you get never handy. touch him. Huh? Yeah, time to start grabbing him. Yeah, and you and, and like and you do want to put hands on him. That 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 that's the key part. Knock yeah. him off his route. Yeah. Anything to slow him down. Yeah, well, that's what you got over him. I mean, I got Braun. He got he got the feet. Right. I need to I need to use what I got. He sure gonna try and footwork the hell out of me. So, all right, it So, man, we we in the end zone last year, man, against Southern Miss, man. Early in the early in the season, mm. you in the game, and the ball hit you in your hands, bro. <laughs> and if you catch that ball, it's a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? It's a pick six, freshman. Now talk talk to us about that play, bro. Yeah, tell us the let us feel the pain. <laughs> and the, and you want to know what's crazy about that play? I w- I wasn't even doing the right job in that play. <laughs> hey. And you know what my coach told me? He said, he said, if you would have caught that, it would have been a no-yes situation. <laughs> but since you dropped it, it was a no-no situation. <laughs> but, so what were you supposed to have been doing? Um, I pro- I was supposed to be uh in another probably somewhere another, else, yeah, period. Yeah, oh, in another cover. But I just, I dropped back in the middle, in the middle, and I just seen the quarterback throw it, and I put my hands up. I didn't know if I was gonna reach it, and I just put my hands up and jumped, and it touched my hands. I gripped it when I came down. It was just gone, man. I, that, that had to be one of the worst feelings ever, bro. Yeah. One of the worst. That was the football god said, "You're not supposed to be here. This ball <laughs> not supposed to be coming to you. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put the ball on the ground." You know, the quarterback went to the sideline and said, "Coach, man, he, he wasn't supposed to be there." You know, he said that <laughs> right there on the phone. I, I saw that. I went over there all week long. He wasn't supposed to be there. Coach. I read I it right. I don't know there. what he was doing. There. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that was early in the season. Yeah, early um, in the season. Well, was the game going fast for you uh, er, it, early in the season? I, I actually felt like it wasn't. Uh, I actually, I actually, when I went in, I made a couple tackles, so uh, they just took me out. But I felt like it was going pretty slow. I felt like by that time it was going pretty slow at least. Uh, I felt like it was going fast, kind of, sort of, in, like, practice mm-hmm. when I first started really practicing mm-hmm. and just seeing the pace and how everybody moving and just knowing you got to recognize what play it is and know your job, like, and it's all in a quick second. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what that's what I would ask. Like, what is it like? What's the hardest part? Is it just is it knowing your assignment or is it just adjusting to how fast the people are moving in front of you? Or is it a combination of both? 
I don't really know my assignment like that at first. Yeah. And they moving quick and I got to make decisions really fast. Yeah, so that that's that's the big thing. You got to know what the what you doing and what the offense is doing. So like looking at the plays, knowing the tendencies, like see who motioning, see who lining up where, like you all that takes a part like before snapping the ball. So it's like you think about all this, all these things, knowing where you gotta be. If he does this, I gotta be here. If he does this, I gotta be here. So it's it's a lot that goes into it. Really. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing that I I, I talk about um, when I'm training guys is yeah. the quicker you can fully understand that defensive playbook, the more information now you can receive from that offense when they line up. Exactly. If you out there still thinking about your defensive playbook and where I'm actually supposed to be, that's less time you spending on. Analyzing what it is that they're doing, yes. and that's what makes the game move fast. When you totally understand the playbook, like a third or fourth year guy, I I, I don't have to think about that anymore. I can spend the whole time analyzing where this guy's lined up. Why is he turned this way? Why is this his split? Why is he that deep in the backfield? So the quicker a guy can do that, mm -hmm. man, the more plays you're gonna make. Yeah. Exactly. The more chances you're gonna have to drop interceptions, basically. Yeah. Yep. Okay, let's get this elephant out the room. Uh oh. <laughs> a picture came up of you this week. With you wearing number one, could you please explain to people where you were, <laughs> why you had on number one? Because the picture's floating around. Nobody hasn't worn number one since big, I think, Nesta Severo. Explain to people where you were and why you had on number one. Um, I had on, a, I had to do a photo shoot, uh, for the team. Uh, kind of as like the ghost player. Um, what's the ghost player? Ghost player is like the picture that goes on all the flyers and things like that. Okay. Oh, uh, like that's when what we doing? When you like when the recruit comes in and they get the flyers, it's gonna probably go in the background, something like that. Social media when they post the game. Yeah. Stuff like that. So nice. Um mm. I'm me personally, I, I I'm confused on why they brought out one. I thought it was gonna bring out thirty one, but hey. Do uh, the player usually wear their their number? Uh well the player the ghost player last year wore his number, so that's why I'm I'm a little confused. I'm I thought they would have brought down 31. Yeah. But um, they just trying to have you get some backlash. Who was the ghost player last year? Uh, Mitchell Goodey, 45. Okay. Uh, I think he he's at the Dolphins right now. Yeah. Dolphins. How, how they picked the ghost player? Do you know? Uh, he just texted me and asked. Okay. He you must look him. real good in your uniform. That's what it is. <laughs> just texted me and asked. Mitch look. Yeah, Mitch does look. Yeah. That's, that's what it that, is. Man, that's got to be what it is. Yeah. You got to look intimidating. I, I think they. I can see you yeah. been hitting somebody weight room. He been in there so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, they ain't letting uh, the slot receiver be that guy unless he's like an All American or something. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> you didn't ask anybody. You didn't say, "Hey, this this ain't my number." Nah, he, nah. He Man, he putting that one on. Yeah, let me get that. <laughs> you feel me? I, I I hope I get it. Uh, you know, the team got to vote for it. Uh, I, I probably got to earn it. I know I got to earn it. Yeah. But I hope I get it though. So, so some other so people put in for the number. That's how it works. Uh, go to text a coach. Yeah. Uh, tell the coach you want it. Yeah. Um, like Coach Cristobal said, you got to be the baddest, got to be the yeah, baddest heard him say that, person yeah. on the field yeah. to get it. So it comes with a lot. Yeah. It comes with a lot for sure. So the team votes on it when? Do you know, like, when? It's probably going to be sometime this summer. Yeah. Uh, Before fall camp or in fall camp, something <laughs> like that. So let me think. Let me get it straight. You went through the whole photo shoot with the number on, right? And you just took the number off and just walked out of there. You ain't say, hey, uh. <laughs> yeah, basically. You ain't stuffed that number one jersey in your bag. <laughs> Stop by, by Chris Ball. I was like, hey, coach. Um, <laughs> I look real good in this one, coach. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, man. Yeah? It hurt it, hurt it uh, giving it back. I ain't going to lie. It did. It hurt it giving it back. But he holding on to the jersey. <laughs> Let it go. Because there's no number one on the team, huh? No. Yeah, we ain't even have one last year. Right. And people wanted it last year, right? You know how many guys are in the running for number one? Well, 
I know one other guy, but I don't really know. Okay. I don't. There might I, be some secret guys that didn't text. Yeah. Much. I got yeah, but most, but I think most of the guys got the numbers they wanted though. Okay. Hmm. So. Your first year, bro, at, at Miami. When you when you when you walked through the doors um, and got out there and started working out, was it overwhelming? Um, was it was it easier? Was it like, man, we practice hard at Central than this? Because I know Central practice pretty goddamn hard. They do, they do. <laughs> right. But right. I'm not gonna say it was easy. Uh-huh. That I'm not gonna say it was easy. We got something called the uh, fourth quarter program. Yeah. That's a killer right there. Yeah. It's a killer with that Miami Sun. It's a killer. Yeah. Break so, down what the fourth quarter program is. All right. So it's something called you got. First, all right, you got eight station, four station. Okay. They send each position group to different groups, and you basically just going through drills. Okay. You're going through running drills, nonstop. You get you getting water in between the drills, but you just they going allow you the to get water. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, and you in that group for a certain amount of time. You in that that drill for a certain amount of time. You working out. You know how long? Uh, I think it's like three minutes or so. But it seemed like six. But it seemed like okay, sick. gotcha. <laughs> so after each, <laughs> <laughs> so after each group, you rotate, you rotate at each group. So once you done with the eight stations, mm-hmm. you already tired and hot. You, right. you, you that, you get a, uh, they give you a little break, get water, you take a walk, whatever. Then you gotta come back. You got four stations. Okay. One of them stations, you, which you got mat drills, you gotta hit the bag. Uh, then you got bag drills. Uh, then what was the last one? Then the last one, I think you um, run to the cone. You you doing like you run into the cone, coming back down, run, something you're like that. You getting tired? Yeah, you getting yeah. tired. Hella tired. <laughs> so that's that's four station, and then yeah, and then if you wanted to go indie after, then you go to indie. But I look, I I asked you that just to get some detail for all the kids out there that oh I want an offer from this school, that school. I yeah. want an offer from Miami. I want to play college football. You need to understand what it is. It's not a picnic. I was definitely not a picnic. And that's just a part of what they do. Yeah. We ain't even going to talk about when they get in the weight room. Maybe we will, maybe <laughs> we won't. But that's still a part of the day. So, yeah, man, if you're not trying to do what he just said, man, you maybe you don't want that offer for real. <laughs> yeah? Yeah, you know. What they, do new defense feel like, bro? Uh, man, can't even, can't even describe it, man. <laughs> feel good, man. Uh, I feel like I feel like we gonna do something serious this year. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of new DC, a uh, lot of plays we have. Uh, I feel like it's versatile, uh, and we gonna hit people from a lot of different ways. Yeah, from a lot that's, of different ways. That's smile. Every time I ask somebody to ask Cam, that is a smile come on their face. Chad, Chad coaches defense, right? Why would a kid be smiling like every time you hear? <laughs> what do you take a guess? We're gonna let Wesley explain it, but take a guess. What would make a kid smile? It's one of two things or both <laughs> things. It's more simple, mm-hmm. and you feel like you personally are doing more of what it is you're good at. It usually boils down to those two things or both of those things. Yeah. Because every player wants to do what they're really, really good at. Right. So if I think I'm a box player, but you got me rushing off the edge all the time. I'm not happy with the defense, yeah. and it might actually be working. Right. I'm just not personally happy with my role in it. Mm-hmm. So it's tough to please 11 guys and still run what you want. This uh-huh. is the coach in me speaking because yeah. I've been in that situation, and yeah. you, you think differently as a coach and as a player. But, yeah, I'm personally happy with my role in the defense, and it's a little more simple. Man, when you're athletes like these guys, I don't want to be thinking about 100 things. When I, right. I want right. it to be simple. It's A or B, and the ball is snapped. Now I can go be an athlete. That's what we got down here. If I'm at Harvard, maybe it's all right computing 17 different things before the start. <laughs> when I'm at Miami, I want to run, hit people, 
catch picks and run them back for touchdowns. And oh, that good stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are you smiling, Wesley? Like, what what has changed that that makes that brings joy to you? That makes you feel like <laughs> that. Makes, uh, I say just you know, like like he said, uh, he wasn't wrong. Just just doing what you feel like you do best. Right. Uh, what like how you make your plays to you know put yourself out there. Uh, I right. feel like this defense has all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like like I said, it's all different disguises. It just it just it just versatile. Like you can do a little bit of everything in it. Uh huh. So that's that's why I'm happy about how it. How would you explain Coach Gidry? Gidry, what do you? How, Coach Gidry? Yeah, Dilu DC. How, how how would you explain him? Like what uh, kind he, of guys? He brings a lot of energy to practice mm-hmm. every day. Uh, he just wants to get the best out of his players. Uh, he knows he's he's very smart. He's 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 very smart DC. Um, he just he knows what you can do and what you can't do, and he just puts you in the best predicament to make plays. Yeah. So that's why I love him. Chad, you said it's hard to do though. Huh? Um, it can be. It yeah. can be tough. You know, sometimes you'll have. It's rare that all 11 guys feel really great about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some guys will feel that way and still buying. And then other guys, you're just going to feel the resistance, whether they openly defy you or say something or they, you know, some will be more passive aggressive about it, you mm-hmm. know, um, to give you like an, an example, a well-known example of passive aggressive is like Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? He don't like to play that first read ain't there. You just throw the ball in the ground, throw it out of bounds. He doesn't agree with the play call. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Uh, it's tough, though, to have 11 guys feel like, at least in the beginning. And that's why sometimes it's tough when you first start off with a D.C. Um, some guys aren't feeling their role yet, or they don't even yet understand that what I have you doing is probably best for you. You yeah. might not feel that at first, but we're going to get to a point you're going to rally, oh, okay, yeah. I might actually be better off coming off the edge. Yeah. You know? James Houston, you know James Houston? Yeah. Played at American Heritage, mm-hmm. just went and had them eight sacks in six games for the Detroit Lions. Right. Mm-hmm. Coming off the edge. In high school, he was telling me he wanted to play in the box. <laughs> I said, boy, you were born to come off the edge. <laughs> now, he ended up not playing for me because he tore his ACL, but we just had that discussion recently. I said, you know, if you would have played that year, you were coming off the edge. Like, Coach, man, you know I'm a box player. No, man. Like, you just <laughs> you saw what you just did for the Lions? You born to come off the edge. So we probably would have had that fight. Uh, mm-hmm. As we were going through that season, and at some point he would have realized, maybe ten sacks later, that boy, you're supposed to be coming off the edge, right? Not messing around with a guard. Yeah. See, and that's that's the thing I like about our defense. Like even in our defense, like sometimes we coming off the edge. Like mm-hmm. it's just a lot that go into it. Yeah. That I feel like. Yeah. We're yeah, gonna have we some gonna, fun this year. Yeah, we gonna have some fun. We gonna have some fun this year. Uh, man, like Streeter said, after talking to several of y'all guys, <laughs> same. I'm like Birdman. I'm, I'm anxious to see it. Yeah. These guys, yeah. a lot of these guys, feel really good about yeah. what's happening. You, you, do you think in order to play well, you have to be having fun? Like, do you think it has that that goes a lot? That um, they going to playing well. For me personally. Uh, like before a game, like I, I make sure I lock in, and mm-hmm. yes, yeah, you you do have to have fun, but also know what you're doing. Right. Um, I feel like it's just a, like a different mode you gotta like tap into, like, mm-hmm. like, cause one play could change a lot for you. So you gotta treat every play like you feel me. So like when I go out in like in a game, the first thing I do, like. <laughs> This is me personally, though. This is me personally. <laughs> like, the first thing I do when I go on the field, I look at the alignment. I find the weakest link. Mm. I see which one go try to come and block me. 
and then I try to attack him, you know. Mm. Uh, me, I'm a very physical type of linebacker. It might not look like it, you know, I'm still putting on the weight, but I'm physical, like, I like to hit. I don't, like, I don't think I, you play a central without being physical. Is yeah, that even like, legal? Is, are you allowed to play that? Yeah. yeah that's part of, yeah. Like, you me, call I'm out your name and get physical. sent home. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, I'm a physical guy, like, so if you try to come block me, I'm, I'm coming with everything yeah. I got. I'm coming with everything I got. So, yeah. So, so you, 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 you say you look at the lineman mm-hmm. and try to pick out the weakest link? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how big you is, I don't, I don't care. Mm. You come try to block me, I'm hitting you. Cause that that's weird. Let's go back to our first interview, and that was the thing that they said you they were working on you with as in Central yeah. when you were younger, right? Mm-hmm. Taking on the and then you talk came back and you talked about it taking on the lineman one on one. That's that's that just yeah that seems like a feat. That's why when people talk about switching to play linebacker. Oh, I'm I'm gonna go from safety to linebacker. It's no. a, <laughs> a jungle in there. Yeah, well, especially if you were a post or half safety. Right. Now, if you'd play, spend some time in the box and you kind of know what that feels like. But if they're taking you from way back there to up here, man, that's a whole new animal. It was whole called box animal. work, right? Box I remember work. now. The yeah. Box. <laughs> yeah. It was called work. Yeah. The box. Yeah, box work, working in the box. Did you travel to Texas A&M? Yeah. You did? Definitely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. When you walked in the stadium and it's full, right? Crazy. It's because you're from Miami like me. Like, we don't get, like, that ain't our thing crazy explain that explain that to me when y'all when you saw that for the first time all right so when we when we riding up to the game you you can already see all the fans on the university on the campus you see every so i'm getting hyped got my headphones in you know so go in the locker room prepare for the game come out for warm-ups you know nobody there go back in come back out when we first ran out that that tunnel and i looked up i said oh my lord and this was game three, three. four? Game three. I said, oh, my We didn't Lord. get that crowd for the first After two Bethune games. We, nah, we, yo, did, not. we did not. That crowd was crazy, bro. I looked up. It was people everywhere, loud, just loud. We on the sideline. We still in disbelief, all the freshmen. Yeah. Like, we just like, whoa, like, are we here right now? Yeah. Like, it felt like a dream, like a complete dream. Yeah. yeah. You been in that stadium straight? I was there. Yeah. I, I was there. And to be honest with you, I was standing in the tunnel when they walked out. And I don't know where all those people came from. <laughs> Man, can I? Can they warming up, and then all of a sudden, the stadium is full, bro. It was and it's crazy. like, it's, it's almost, uh, yeah. It's like they, at the top, it's like they digitally put them in. AI <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They photoshopped them, but they bro, make a noise. It, it, it looked, un- it, it, it did. It looked and felt unreal. It did. I went there for a game in the COVID year when Florida uh-huh. played Texas A&M. So you remember what the deal was in the COVID year. You can only have a certain amount of people in the stadium. Uh-huh. I don't even know what that number was, 20, 15, 20,000. That was what it was. Yeah. Started off as that. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, somewhere in the middle of that first quarter, 60, 70, 80,000 people showing up, and they still trying to talk about it, it was 15, 20. And you know, this stadium's tall, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. up there. It's, no, it's not like open, it's not one, it's up there. Mm-hmm. And they, you hearing a lot of damn noise. Yeah. Now, I didn't play it in some, you know, some full stadiums. Yeah. But man, there's something about that they they rabbit over there. That whole twelfth man thing is real. Yeah, when I came back to Miami, that it, it made me realize, cause y'all got the momentum, y'all stopped them, y'all they finna punt the ball back to y'all, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tyreek drops that punt, and I'm going up the elevator, and I can hear the fans. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's when I realized that the fans do matter. That punt changed the 
the whole sure. feeling of the stadium, yeah, bro. Sure it did. And it did. and it changed the trajectory of the of the game. And I never blame one play on in a game. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Never, and never. Tyrese my little dude. But I saw how the the fans got hope again. Mm-hmm. And the it gave it to the players. And when I came back to Miami, I started telling our fans they suck. And they started saying, ah, we do this, we do that, we got so much to do down here. No, listen, I just saw 100,000 people that gave a damn. <laughs> yeah. And it's a choice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I and I kind of started looking at it different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what's crazy about that game? Like, I didn't even really play that much that game. And um, I'm, I'm on the sideline. I'm like, man, I'm like, please just put me out there. Like, I'm, I'm praying he put me out there. <laughs> then, like, towards the end, Coach Storm finally called my name. It was mm-hmm. like, it was like fourth quarter. I forgot how many minutes was left, and I got four snaps. Mm-hmm. And I got, I made a tackle though. I got a tackle out of them four you snaps. Got a piece of something. I got a piece of something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I just them four snaps. That it, it just, it did something to me, I, man. It, I saw you, bro. Yeah, man. I, I saw, I, and I was wondering. I was like, damn, cause the game, even though it was fourth quarter, yeah. the game was still inbound. in limbo. Still in limbo. Yeah, yeah. It, it was, and I was like, damn, where's Lee on the field? And you did make a, a play, I, cause I, saw, I, I remember seeing that. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if you only got four snaps though, cause four you were snaps. out there, right? It didn't make sense, but I, I guess. See, but I was always on special teams, uh-huh. punt, punt return, kickoff, kick return. So right, that's why it made it seem like. Yeah. I was out there a lot. Yeah. Was there anything else in terms of atmosphere that kind of rivaled that the rest of the way last season? Like the season? Oh, Florida State. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a home State. game, yeah. too. So Oof. Hard Rock was yeah. hot. See straight of the fans? Although I did see, I saw a lot of Garnett and Gold in the stands. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. They, <laughs> they did show up for the game <laughs> down no, here. Listen, Miami fans, y'all start winning. Oh in yeah, the stadium is already so loud. There's nothing like it when the, we win it like that. We got to get them to that that's point. Though. That's yeah, that's we front issue. runners like crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's the issue I had with them is that you guys got to win. When y'all win, they're gonna show up and that stadium gets crazy. I can see yeah. some videos where the, the camera sound is just static because it's so loud in yeah. there. Yeah. This ain't this Florida ain't Nebraska Dane. where they just gonna show up because right. Hmm. Um. But when I saw, yeah, I saw people that just chose to be there. Yeah. But when we got back, we talked to a few fans, man. And when they explained it to us, they were like, well, what did they say? Church. They oh, is say, that bro? Yeah. He said, bro, listen, y'all don't understand. That's like where we go to worship. That yeah. We see that as like our church. Mm. And I was like, oh, crap. What that, that means? That's a different level. No, explain, explain that. Oh. He was, he's trying to say it. You talking about Miami fans down here? Texas A&M fans. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Miami fans. He was like, explaining Because they be in this water on a Saturday. They us, they came <laughs> talking about some space. church. After they beat us, a couple of Texas A&M fans came in our space. Okay. And they were explaining to us how it's all they have. He was like, bro, we don't see it as... We don't see it as football. Mm. We do rituals. We do all these different things before sure, the game. Sure. It's like worshiping to us. Right. Mm. And then I started looking around like, holy shit, bro, maybe they do. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> maybe they That's do wild. love it. Yeah. yeah. All right. It got to be something. Yeah, don't miss, you know, yeah. grandma don't miss church. She going to be there. Yeah, I get it. I yeah, understand. I was like, oh, maybe they do look at it a little different than we look at it. Right. Mm. Yeah. Right. Um, so they will pack the house for Appalachian State. Yeah. But, but I, I mean, I don't know. If it's that, could you imagine when they lose? How? Right. Shit probably going to sell at Walmart, the town. Look, bruh, <laughs> like, oh, that sermon was not good today. <laughs> yeah, Can I talk to the pastor, please? Yeah. yeah. But no, it was, it, it was, it was, I got a lot of good video out of that. It, it was, it was, it, it was surreal to see, dog. Yeah. It was. You, yeah. you watch it on ESPN year after year, and then you walk in there, and you're like. So you got the <gasps> fan comments on, on video? 
Mm-hmm. Man, when you go on out of town, space. you should probably do that more often. On a space. Yeah, yeah, they said it on a Twitter space after that, and we let the, the Texas A&M fans come in and talk. And they and they were, because they're different. They're not yeah. rabbit. They're mm-hmm. like, um, they just want to root for their they, team. They low-key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having said all that, though, I just I know this, obviously, from experience. When we got it going here, there ain't nothing like it. Nothing like it. I play, obviously, I played against Miami, didn't for Miami. There ain't nothing like yeah. it. You know, it gets crazy. They didn't pack the house for our game, but bro, when we had a guy get an interception when I was at Long Beach State, yeah, and he got hit by Horace Copeland, whatever it was in that crowd, forty something thousand, <laughs> erupted, <laughs> erupted. Yeah, I mean the crowd hit as hard as High C hit that guy. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but you just gotta get it going. Y'all gotta get it going, with hey. in order to see it. <laughs> hey man, we gotta get it going, <laughs> man. Gotta, you gotta call Bandy or yeah. something, ask him what it what it what it what it feel like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, he yeah. know he know what it feels like. That, that pick six against Notre Dame. I was there that yeah, uh-huh. I was just watching that the other yeah. day. Yeah, you yeah, was? Yeah, that's what, that place TV? went nuts. Sometimes yeah. we be watching, me and my roommates, we be watching the highlights on the game, on the, on the TV, on YouTube. Yeah. Me and that's cars. when you know you got a ball player, when they do that right there. Yeah. So so where were you when Jimmy Butler went to the free throw line and made, <laughs> and made three free throws? <laughs> you watch the game, bro? Man. I recorded. I told. I recorded the game, man. I'm recording. And he went to the line. I'm like, we finna go. We finna go to the finals, man. Yeah. All you gotta do is make three. Recorded all three. And I'm screaming. I'm screaming to the top of my lungs. <laughs> then come back out from the timeout break. Marcus Smart missed the three. Tip it back in. Last second, man. You want to blame somebody for that last play? Come on, go and put somebody on blast. <laughs> we just saw a couple all numbers right. that you could is blame. Is it Bam? <laughs> is it who we blaming right now? Man, I just felt like. As soon as the shot went up, the whole team supposed you to be. Yeah. yeah, they froze. The dudes froze. Everyone turned into it. a spectator. Yeah, yeah. You, they you thought game it. was over. Yeah. You gotta. As soon as the ball go up, attack the basket. Yeah. Go get that rebound. That's and if you look at the game, that's what that what was really killing them. Mm. Yeah. Offensive rebound, second chance points. Yeah, it's true. It's second true. chance points. And Let the, me ask you. And the Jimmy Butler imposter, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> somebody came out there asked Jimmy Butler. I think he hurt though. Yeah. See, the funny thing about sports is, is we always know when people are hurt, mm-hmm. right? And they're sitting out, but we mm-hmm. never know when they're hurt and, and nobody's there to tell us. Yeah, you know? to what extent? And, and then it's like, what the fuck is wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you start calling people, man, who's Jimmy? Right. Saving point, what the hell is going on? Yeah, 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 yeah. But he, but he looks. That's probably like, LeBron in that He looks last tired game. and hurt. Yeah. Yeah, he looks tired and, and, and hurt. Um, I want to ask you this, though. What's up? As an athlete, you didn't, you know, you played in some big games. Now you're playing college football in front of a crowd, like you talked about. When Jimmy got fouled and he had to go to that free throw line to make those three shots, did you put yourself as an athlete, as a player, in his shoes? Oh, and, yeah. Like, what did you think about him having to go to that line, game in the balance, and make three, three? Like, what did you? Think? I, I, I felt like he did amazing. Cause me personally, I said I would have missed one of them. <laughs> that is a lot of pressure. Gonna be some sweat on that ball, right? It's gonna be some. My palms would have been sweating. Yeah. Everything would have been sweating. But yeah, I feel like he he did he did good because that's a lot of pressure, and he really had to lock in and take his time on each and every one of them shots. Where would you have to take yourself mentally to make those three free throws? You gotta you gotta zone everybody out. It gotta be only you in that rim in that gym. Yeah, at I, that moment, <laughs> I would say there's there's a couple of things when I felt those pressurized moments is like I really hone in on technique, and then to be in that particular situation, which I don't know if I've ever been on that. The only thing is like maybe lining up press on somebody, and you know you don't have any help, and it's a big game. Right. But you literally have to not care. Not care. Mm-hmm. I don't care what happens, because <laughs> if you care, you're gonna be short arm it. But 
you literally gotta like not care what's gonna be the outcome. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, bro, your mind would wreck you. Am I right or wrong on that? You're right. You're absolutely right. And for a fan, they don't. Under- what do you mean? Don't care? You don't care? Oh, they they don't you, care about none of that. They, no, that, you can't. As a fan, they, you just, have to they care. just want you to win. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but but I think what what the weird thing is is when coaches talk about reps and practice, doing the extra stuff, right? Mm-hmm. All of that leads up to that moment when you could probably. He probably can get up there with his eyes closed and get close because yeah. he's he's repped that so many times. Yeah, but if you haven't, right, you finna shack the thing. Maybe you no. think more about it. I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, Man, finna- I think that's what was behind all the stuff Kobe would do. The getting up at four o'clock, the yeah. incessant practicing. I know at this point I'm gonna be in those pressurized situations. Right. I'm probably gonna be the guy that gets fouled at the end of a game. Yeah. I'm probably the guy that's gonna get the ball, have to you know. So I better be ready for it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. No, athletes listen to that. I mean, because Kobe, everybody heard about the stories, Kobe getting up before everybody, yeah. and you're by yourself, and you're working, and you're working. And in that moment, you get to that free throw line, it's almost like you with you, like, well, I've been here yeah. before. Because I've been doing this at 4 o'clock. But <laughs> like they say, it's all about your preparation. You know, yeah. you, you, you got to practice for those moments. That's what it is. It's all it, about it, your preparation. It, it is. So what's different for you in that regard this year as opposed to when you came in as a freshman? What's 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 different in your preparation now that you've had a chance to be there and see what things are like? Well, like, all right, coming in my freshman year, you know, I'm new. Uh, just, you know, just seeing how everything goes. This year, I'm um, going into my second year. Uh, I'm trying to, like, take, take on more of a, a leadership role um, in the defense, um, just just get in the film room more. Just I gotta I gotta do all these steps to get where I want to be, cause I know if not, then you know, cause I, I'm I'm trying to have a three year plan. You mm-hmm. know, do three years, get out of here. Uh, in order for me to do that, you know, I gotta go to work this season, really. Mm-hmm. And I, that's all. That's pretty much to it. Mm-hmm. I got a couple questions, man. Come from like my villains, my my people, in my private section. Um, one one guy says. What what lessons have you learned about yourself since you got to college? Have you learned anything about about you since uh, you got to college? Most definitely, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, with me personally, uh, when I first came in, when I like when I mess up, uh, I tend to like get hard on myself about it. Um, and and the thing about this game, you can't do that. You gotta mm-hmm. have next play mentality. Right. You have to have a next play mentality. If you don't. The game is gonna mess you up, and it's gonna mess up the next play. Mm-hmm. So you gotta be, you gotta forget it and move on. Right. That's the that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Growing up in South Florida, playing in the Rigamon Road, that that that's high school and youth, and how tough it is. Um, do you see yourself different than than players that come from across the country? Like, oh, most definitely. Yeah, most you definitely. do. I feel like I'm. Uh, I feel like I'm different. Like that's why I got in my bio. I'm different. Yeah. And uh, this year, this season, I'm gonna show it. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, we talked about the crowd at Texas A&M being a surprise, something you, you know, never played in front of. Can you tell me some other things that happened in that freshman year that was a surprise to you? It could be even a, the smallest thing, the locker room or, you know, first time being in that meeting room or, like, what were some of the things that were a surprise or a shock to you as a, as a freshman? Hmm. Uh, I'll probably have to say. Was it the playbook? Was it? Uh, it was thick as hell. Oh yeah, yeah. I, but I, I had a thick playbook in high school. Like okay. my, my coach Jube at Miami Central, they, they coach Pete, they, they prepared me for 
I feel like they yeah, prepared me well. What? We had, oh, we really? had a lot of plays at Central. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's a that's a misconception people would have. Like, yeah. they don't like, do much. They just rely on the athletics. Nah. Straighten like, people out on that. Me, what, one of them. You mean, like, from at high Central, because people think yeah, that like, Central was just, oh, with Dalvin Cook. Anybody can win with Dalvin Cook. But no, you're no, saying no, no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> they run a five-man front, and when they're in trouble, they just going to blitz. No, right. no, no, no. Straighten no, us no. out. Coach, Coach Jude, he, 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 he know what he's doing. Yeah. He was a lot. Yes, yeah. he he watches film. He he comes up with different things. He he knows what he's doing. That's why Central is so successful. Yeah, because they're not just going out there doing is actual coaching. They they're actually coaching their players up. Yeah. So that's why that's why I tell people like, be careful. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> Coach Jube is one of the most influential talkers I've ever seen. Yeah. Speaking of sermons and, and church, <laughs> I think if you're going to talk like he talks, you better be prepared. So yeah. I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like he got an answer for everything. And you know why he's so confident? Why? Because he knows the work he puts in. Okay. And I'm telling you from first first man point of view, like I've seen this man, like the man, the man is crazy. Like... <laughs> He knows what he is doing. He knows what he is doing. Right. So, so you knew when he took over, um, and Patty left, that the team was in the I knew. Hands. I knew yeah, they, you was knew they were just gonna keep. I knew they was there. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then they went on to beat IMG. Exactly. Where were you when they beat IMG? I was watching the game at my house. Yeah. <laughs> right with uh Jaleel Skinner. Uh, he he went you? to IMG. He did go to IMG. Did he yeah. leave early at any point, or well, it went down to the end. You so. talking about um Jaleel Skinner? Yeah. Yeah, he left early. He, yeah. Uh, he, Oh, you mean no, he he while y'all was watching the game? While watching the game. Oh, no, nah, I think he went in. I don't remember. I think he went in his room or something <laughs> like that. I know I was talking trash, though. I was talking trash to him. I'm like, I told him Sit was going to win. Man. He ain't want to believe me. Yeah, because I realized that Central play IMG close when they mm. go up there. Mm. It was it was other schools going up there getting smacked in the head. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And, and I kind of put Central. But the last time Central was there, I was there. Central was winning in, in the fourth quarter. And mm. then Trey Saunders got the big run. Yeah. Um, but James Cook them had them on the ropes. So when I thought about it, I was like, damn, I don't see so many Miami teams go up there and get beat. But it wasn't Central. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Central should never, ever go up there again. <laughs> Man, just take that and run with it. Chad, do what St. Thomas would <laughs> but do. I was here. I, I, just, I heard recently that IMG was trying to uh, come come back in the district and compete for a state championship. Now, how would that work? When I heard – what. I don't know how true this is. When I used to go up there, I used to have to deal with the AD, the cover. The AD said they could always have played. He said they could have always played for a state championship if they wanted to get in and play. Mm-hmm. We had this perception. No one was stopping them from doing that? Yeah, they didn't want to. He's, Why not? He, because they just it, it's a business. They want it to be a business. We're going to be a national thing that deals with businesses, gotcha. Under Armour, the colleges. I see. We don't want to get under the FHASAA. Uh, don't blame you because, <laughs> you know, we know how that was run. <laughs> right, right. and that, But he said they always could get in and, and, and play for a state championship if they could. But because they recruited the, the world, I thought they, they couldn't. Um, I, thought, I thought the same thing. I thought they were, like, barred from doing it because – they got these guys from everywhere. That's what he told me. He he, he said, but they could. So you you, so you heard that they may. Uh, that's what I, I that's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not. Yeah. So, but we gonna see. Nah. So 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 you was with Skinner watching them, and I bet you before that game, Skinner was so confident that they were. Oh yeah, of course he was. <laughs> of course he was confident. You know. Right. But I you know I just know I got confidence in my coaches and the players at Century. So. Yeah. Yep. You got some new guys around you, man. Talk to us about my, my goal, man. Um, t- my God, man, yeah. he's a beast. Yeah, is he? He is a beast. What's the best thing me? about him? 
he's instinct he hold on he's instinctive. Yeah. He's fast, he's smart. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. He understands the game. He understands those the two game. things are killer though. Fast yeah. and instinctive, man. What about young Bobby? Young Bobby. Oh, Bobby. Bobby is fast as hell. <laughs> Everybody say that about Bobby. Bobby is fast as hell. He's big. Bobby just once Bobby get the plays, he's yeah. he gonna be straight. He's gonna be straight. Once but he gets the you was time. fast. Bobby's yep. fast. You, you're looking at somebody that may have been faster than you coming in. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Wow. Cause I hear Bobby could mm-hmm. be faster than Robbie. I heard they kind of. Yeah. And Robbie's the damn wide receiver. Yeah, he that, that he's rolling. Yeah, so trust me. <laughs> Man, I love to fast. see that kind of speed. <laughs> love to see it. He's fast. Yeah, he's gonna sure. be a problem. Yeah. In college football. Yeah. Well, good. Uh, going back to your high school. Yeah. Because we just love to talk about Central. <laughs> but how many times did you play for a state title? I got three rings. I went to state three times and got three rings. Man, man. MJ'd that thing. Yeah. My first year, I, we didn't go, though, because that's the year the, uh, the West beat us in the playoffs when Melo caught that fade ball. Yeah. My freshman year. Well, what was that like? Handling that type of disappointment. Oh, oh being my at god! Miami Central. Oh my god! I, Could you like? Did you came to school with a bag on your head? Like, what? <laughs> like I and you know, after that game, I never forget. I told myself, I told myself, I'm never losing again. Mm. I remember. It turned out to be right. Yeah, I remember. I, I was so mad, bro. We was, we had it in the bag. We had the game in the bag, and we just we lost it. So tell I, me, tell me about your state game experience, because I had some ideas about. You know what our state championships should look like. You know, maybe I'm off the wall, but just before I say anything about that, what what was your experience like playing in that state game? Oh, uh, it was amazing. Uh, like the first my, one at least. My sophomore year, uh, it was amazing. Uh, who we played? I think they you was dominated from, them so bad, and forgot who we played. <laughs> I think it was from Ocala, Florida, something like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. But um, I, I think I caught a, a interception. I had an interception that game. Mm-hmm. Uh. We played what we played in Daytona. I think that was Daytona. Yeah, Daytona. that was a dis- bit of a disaster that year, yeah. right? Getting in Daytona. and out of there. I think it yeah. wasn't big. What, no Wi Fi? <laughs> oh my God. Right. Did you go that year? No, I didn't go that year. Yeah, you probably did yourself right. Oh my God, yeah. Then Daytona. Uh, then the next year we played in, uh, we played at uh, FSU in Tally. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a, that's when we had a T2, me, T2, Rudy. Uh, I love that team. Yeah, yeah. That's, probably, that's probably one of my favorite teams. I know. And, uh, I still got logistically, how was T2. that? Yeah, I, how was it playing in that stadium versus playing in Daytona? Uh, it was more of an experience thing. Uh, just getting a uh, feel playing in a college stadium, you know. Uh, so it, that was a great experience for me. Um, Atmosphere-wise, though, Daytona because it's a smaller venue, seemed more packed than as opposed to you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dope Campbell. Then, uh, and which dope, did you prefer? Dope Campbell, you know why? Because I know them coaches was watching. Yeah. They, they said they said it wasn't, they couldn't, but I know they were peeking. <laughs> I mean, they'd be stupid. if you think now. about it, the, they offices it's every, right They there. could be yeah. anywhere. They had yeah. somebody watching. You know, sure. They had somebody watching that game. Don't say you didn't. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah that, that, could, that, could, that could be anywhere. That, that could happen. Yeah, well, yeah, that could be they anywhere. They could just be anywhere in the state. I mean, it you look more, more obvious, though, showing up to Daytona <laughs> than, you know, you could slide into your office at, at yeah. Dope Campbell. yeah. I have this idea that we should have a high school football Hall of Fame in, in the state of Florida. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be hard, yeah. actually. I do, I, Where would, would you hard. put that, Chad? Like, how Man, big would that have to we be? We got a whole damn state. You <laughs> the know. state, bro? Yeah, the state. I think every county would have but, to have their own. But who would determine who goes in it, though? 
Uh, you could have a thing with sports writers. We, we Give us another reason to criticize them, but, you know, and obviously someone like Larry Bluestein would probably head that up. Right. You know, and then whoever's most senior behind him when he could no longer do it. But I would love to see something like that. And then every year at our state championship game, we induct new people. That would be part of the week. Mm -hmm. I'd like it to be a week-long festival. We have it at one venue. We decide whatever that venue is. We have Hall of Fame inductions. Maybe we have past guys come and speak. Like, we should do more with that state championship week. That would end up being its own state, Chad. Like, it would have its own population. It'd be I would <laughs> love for, yeah. <laughs> there would be, be so many people. That, that would be, nice be awesome. And that's money. And maybe the FHA say you could pocket some of that, do what you got to do, you know, revenue-wise, and bring some money in. And we could do the games like they do in Texas all one weekend. Yep. Be nice. You know, just think if you – because this could happen in South Florida. Yeah. You've got two sons. Maybe they're two or three years apart. One goes to one school. One goes to another. We know this happens in South Florida. That could happen. Imagine both of your kids go to state championship. Could you imagine you got to go to one – got to go up there one weekend, come back, go the next weekend, or – one of them's games is in one part of the state and the others is like, come on. It's crazy, right? Put it all in one venue, figure out a way to get them games from Thursday all the way through, I guess, I guess Saturday. But they do it in Texas. Have a Hall of Fame induction. You could bring vendors. We could do so much with that. I just right. Yeah, that'd be not crazy. Not to go on my little tangent, but that would be cool. That'd be a good thing to be a part of. It you would. know what I mean? It would. I got another question from my villains, man. They say does having Coach Patty at UM now, your head coach. Um, does it ever come into play? Like sometimes you're on the ground playing hurt, and he like, man, he ain't hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, does it ever come into play having Patty around? Like, it, it's still a little crazy sometimes to me because to like have to have your your high school football head coach yeah. come with you to the University of Miami. You know, even when I see him at practice, sometimes still feel like kind of unreal. Like, like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know. You know, I talk to Coach Smith all the time, you know, when I walk into the facility, stop by his office, you know, sit down, talk with him, you know, just talk about life, you know. Just having, you know, that 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 older figure to talk to, right. go to about advice. So it's pretty cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Wesley, man, y'all new college football players and Chad, you see, y'all boy got money, bro. <laughs> Look at him, Chad. Everybody Dude. come sit here now, they chunked up, they, 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 <laughs> they have They ain't like y'all broke ass, Chad. Y'all were broke as hell. Man. <laughs> That $63 of weekend money <laughs> had to stretch really, really far. Yeah. Listen, I had a guy come train with me. I'm not saying any names. I'm not saying what school. Uh, pulled up in a Corvette, bro. Little paper tag on it. <laughs> yeah. That happened. It, NIL has changed football, bro. But let's, let's be, be honest with me, man. A lot of us come from modest beginnings. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Parents busting their ass. Has it has it helped you like with family wise like to take some some stuff oh, off some family? Yeah. It has it. Yes. Uh, just be able to you know take care of my mom, take care of my family. Right. You know that that that's all that really matter to me. Yeah. So then then you go get all that other stuff, but as long as they straight, I'm straight. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's why you know it just and for me it like it motivates me to you know just 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 keep leveling it up to just just go out there and get more. Right. So that's because, how I see yeah, it. Because players before, man, I mean, they had to do it under the notion of what was still going on back at home for a lot of them. Yeah. And they were trying to get through the Rigor Monroe three years to make it to the promised land. Yeah. Um, you guys have been afforded something that I don't know if we ever thought it was coming, Chad. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know. Didn't I, I, I didn't think it was coming. <laughs> well, no, that's, that's good. Let me ask you this question. You 
you started playing as a sophomore, right? Did you start as a sophomore at Central? Yes. Okay, so that would have been 2020? That would have been 2019? At that point in time, NIL wasn't around yet. No. no. But there was talks about it. It was mm-hmm. talked. You, you were aware of it? I, I heard them. I heard them. What were your feelings about it? Because I'm trying to understand see, how this this you know the the era behind you is the NIL era. Yeah. See yeah. with with um with me, I really started getting entitled to NIL when I started going on my visits. Mm. Yeah. And when I started talking to all these different schools, and I was like, okay, Florida's about to accept the new NIL, right. and all these other places about to accept the new NIL. Mm. And then when I came in, when I started, is when. NIL was really starting to take place. Right. Like, L- my little, senior little year. late for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, my senior year is when it started to take place. Then when I came in, then that's when everything started to, you know, started to pick up. Right. But now, now it's like, like every year is getting crazier and crazier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get an idea of what kind of pressure uh, a, a high school coach may be under with the players that he has to coach because the kids now are not – they're not thinking further down the road for the NFL is I can get to the money mm-hmm. right right after this. Yeah. But so what kind of pressure do I need to put on my coach for me to start? Maybe I need to play both ways so I got a bigger name, a bigger as a, brand. As a high school player? Yeah. yeah. Because I've seen some high school players look like they just laid down their senior year, dog. Yeah, you closer <laughs> to the money. Like you <laughs> see what guys do in college, right? They're not trying to play. You can't, so you can't look at it like that because even in college, uh-huh. the better you play, the better your NIL opportunities mm-hmm. Oh, say it in the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The better you play, the better your NIL opportunities are. Right. Yeah. So it, it's, it's no, oh, you just automatically going to college, I'm going to get this. No, you got to play for this, boss man. Right, right. What yeah. if I got 200,000 followers on Instagram? I'm all right player, but yeah, that part. I mean, you got 200 followers on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't say nothing about yeah, that. Yeah, 250,000. Have we seen that yet? I Have know, we seen it at a, at a big program to where somebody was just... I know there's a kid out there, and I'm sorry I don't have the name. I wish <laughs> I did. But he had a million followers on TikTok mm-hmm. for whatever reason. I guess he do good dances, whatever the hell it was. And and I felt like that pushed pushed who he was as a player further along because brands see that. Yeah. Followers equal money, et cetera, et cetera. And like he had things come his way that I didn't necessarily... Him, as a raw football player... Right. For lack of a better term, deserve that. Yeah. He's getting it because a brand can see, man, if he supports our brand, it's in front of a million followers. If he talks right. about our brand in one of his TikTok and videos. Yeah. You sh- and, and it's like that a lot of the time because at the end of the day, it's all about exposure. How's that flow in the locker room? You're I, a baller. I haven't seen it happen. See, I've seen it happen across the way. You got girls basketball, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it happen in the locker room yet. Like to well, where would this we, guy. And well, would play. we see it? Would we see it? Would we know it? If it's happening in the locker room, would we know it? Is it in the locker room, Wesley? Maybe? What? And where you seen where there's somebody that's just that's famous. Kind of like when the boy I came from I heard A&M had a problem with that last year. Um, kind of when the boy came from Cali, the quarterback, who was on QB1. Uh, oh, and he oh, was Jake. Jake. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not Jake. No, no, no. Before, kid before that. Um, why are we forgetting his name? See how quick you get rubbed out? The and kid he was from Gorman. When he got here. The kid from Gorman. But NIL wasn't oh, here yet. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Tate Martell. Tate Martell. Right, right, right. Now, that would have been interesting to see. But uh-huh. he was he was pre NIL, right? If he was in NIL, which I think he had a brother with more followers than him, I think. Did he? I believe he did. Yeah, I believe he. But did. I haven't seen it. But you can kind of compare it to 
girls basketball, which was a, just a thing a couple years ago. Now, if they if they have a brand, mm. they make a bunch of money. Yeah, the Reese girl killing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Let's play this out. You and I in the locker room, right? Yeah. Let's say you're a year ahead of me. Um, you come in here, you're definitely a baller, right? I'm coming. I'm not starter material, but I have a million followers on TikTok, though. I have a 250,000. Oh, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> yeah, see, here in Miami, like that, like you. Yeah, educate us. You, like, and then it, 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 it the, your NIL goes through a whole bunch of people, so it, it's, you can have all the followers you want. I don't know. You might go get some, one of something. these other companies. <laughs> yeah. You with, might go get something else outside. But, like, right. with Miami well, football, <laughs> it, don't, it don't work like that. Nah. You, you got to be doing something. Mm-hmm. Tell you that on the field, on the field, yeah, making plays because that would cause it would, it would cause it would be kind of weird. It would, man, listen, we didn't, yeah. ob- we obviously didn't have that when I was playing, yeah. I can't imagine a guy in our locker room under those circumstances, yeah, be tough, yeah. Very no, tough. I mean, it's being introduced to business, uh, real early, like, hey, listen, this is what life is, and it ain't always fair, yeah. No, it's, it's not, it's, it's not we always, would, we wouldn't have been trying to hear that, no. Nah. You might have you might have to dress in another locker room, man. It's <laughs> gonna be on yet. Now we had dudes there with money, yeah. Right, we had Rohan Marley there, but man, he was out there crushing heads on on game day. Right, you could say that. Yeah, yeah I mean, he had money. Yeah, you know, your dad was Bob Marley, so I think that definitely helped him. Yeah, you know what I mean. But speaking of Rohan Marley, another villain question because they always want to know this. Mm. Like, have you talked to any of the great linebackers like recently? Have anyone? came to practice do you talk to them on the phone they uh, always want to know that question that question would never ever get over they love the greats <laughs> and uh, they want they want ray lewis to be the <laughs> linebacker <coach. laughs> they never get old see that's that's one i, I want to meet ray lewis mm. yeah I, I didn't i ain't see him yet you haven't seen ray i didn't catch him yet but uh i talked to sean spence sean spence my guy i talked to him all the time yeah, uh-huh. sean, sean actually around. um seen sean spence me and uh keontre smith we uh was working out one time and we seen him at a park one day yeah mm. yeah so I talk to Sean Smith all the time. You know, that's mm-hmm. my guy, man. You know, how to wear the 3-1. He be at practice sometimes. Yeah, he yeah. be at practice. Mm-hmm. You know, you wear the 3-1. Um, let me see. What else linebackers have I met? Please. We don't get many of them come back to, like, to like practice, be in, the, be in the weight room, the facility, etc. John Vilma. John okay. Vilma come back a lot. Sweet. Uh, like he, actually, he actually um, talks to the team sometimes. So. Mm-hmm. Who, Vilma? John yeah, Vilma. Yeah, he talked about finance and stuff, right? I heard. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which you would need to now because, you know, they all loaded, man. It's just landing on like a bunch of bricks, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it goes the money. Figure out what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's like crazy, man. No, it's cool. It's cool when that happens. How much have you How much have you watched linebackers that have played in the past? I ain't going to lie. Like, to the day, I still be, like, going on YouTube and just and just watching. Like, I watch Sean Spence. I like, I yeah. love Sean Spence's film. Like, I seen, I, Sean Spence was a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was a dog. I ain't he gonna got lie. There fast. And Ray Lewis. Yeah. yeah, them two, them two, they the two I watch the most. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sean Spence. Sean Spence got there fast. Like whatever you was trying to do, you better figure it out. Yeah, because he was coming. Um, he, he was coming fast too, with, with bad intentions. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, definitely. Yeah, very Dade County about things. Yeah. You went to Sean Kim first and only camp because after <laughs> that first time he had it, Sean, yeah, Sean Spence camp. You I know, mean. it's crazy. I just came from practice. When you went to that camp? Yeah, I was at Central. We just finished running the track. I think we had 400 that day. I'm cramping up, catching cramps in my hamstrings. Yeah. Went out there right to the practice field, went to go do his camp. I was strange. 
I was drained that yeah, day. Yeah, that was the first and the last one did because he looked like he was drained too. It was hot out there it for that day. It was hot. I think that, that, that day was hot. I don't know what was going on. Yeah. It was hot. He played linebacker and they were running 400s. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Not everybody does that. Yeah. So you see the defense flourishing, man, in the, in the new system, bro? Most definitely. You, Most yeah. definitely. I feel like we're going to have a big year. I feel like we're going to have a great third down defense. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Third down, but that's that's the most important thing to me this year. Third down, just getting off off the field. You felt like that was a problem last year? Uh not so much. I feel like our defense big I, plays. I thought you, like you gave up a lot of big plays yeah. last year. I feel like like I feel like last year like our defense wasn't that bad, mm-hmm. but it, it could always be better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, had a lot of opportunities. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I'm not gonna sit here and say we didn't have opportunities. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, hey, get your helmet, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's playing today. <laughs> yeah, I had a lot of yeah, opportunities. We had a lot of opportunities. So. Well, well yeah. Wesley, it's going to be all night. You remember that? <laughs> we need to see some of that this year. All right, bro? I got you. All right, I man. We you. in this thing. Footballville, Wesley Bussaint, Miami Hurricanes. We outside. We outside. We outside.